Hey, what's up, you guys? And thank you for joining me for another episode of The Words That Spoke to My Soul. And today we are going to discuss Shook One, Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me by Charlemagne the God. Now, um, I think I've spoken on this before as in regards to my history with The Breakfast Club. Okay, so I began listening to The Breakfast Club initially solely because of my husband. And I hated the show. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I absolutely hated the show. And in particular, the one segment that irked my nerves was the donkey of the day. Okay. At the time, my boyfriend, who's now my husband, told me, come on, Trace, just give the show a shot. Like, I know it seems like they don't talk about anything but they really cover a lot of diverse topics that are important to um what's going on in the world today so i'm like okay and you all know that the donkey of the day is charlemagne's segment right so as i began to actually listen to the various individuals who received the donkey of the day I grew fond of the show. I'm not going to lie. And um, over time, it grew from just being fond of it to like, hey, guess what they said on Donkey of the Day today? Or guess what they talked about on The Breakfast Club today? I was doing that regardless if he was in the car with me or not. So there you have it. Now, when it came to Charlemagne initially, like I totally did not care for him, but I began listening to him more and more and my perception of him did change. Now, while I haven't read Black Privilege yet, it has been in our home since it was released as Charlie read it. Now, when I heard that Charlemagne had written a book on mental health, I was intrigued because on the show, he uses his platform to be a major advocate of maintaining one's mental health. And um, if you follow me, you know that I've made a special, a special effort to work on my mental health, my personal growth, and improve my overall well-being and to operate and function as the best version of Tracy that I can be. So, of course, I said, I'm probably going to read that book. Regardless if I read Black Privilege or not, I said, I'll probably read that book. But in October, goodness, I'm getting tongue tied today. Um, in October, his book, Shook One, just kept weighing heavy on my mind to constantly read it. Like, it's time for you to read this book, Trace, pick up this book. So, in October, uh, in November 2020, I decided to use um, Shook One as my personal growth read 
for the book club. Now, I'll give you a brief synopsis of what happens in, within the pages of Shook One. Charlemagne takes his personal life experiences coupled with what he's learned by means of seeking professional help to deal with his mental health issues, specifically PTSD. Yeah, I said PTSD. Um, and he does this in a collaborative effort with a board certified psychiatrist, Dr. Ish Major. And um, on his portion of the book, they call it a uh, clinical correlation. And this comes directly after Charlemagne provides his personal commentary. Now, after reading the book, I thought Charlemagne was very raw, very real, very transparent about not only um, his successes, but his failures as a man, as a husband, as a son. Um, you know, every role um, that he has, I believe he exposed himself. And this book takes and provides a very intimate look into the life of a black man who's trying to survive in America and who's trying to overcome the trauma that comes along with being a black man in America. And within this book, he does reference black privilege a few times and I will admit it has piqued my interest that maybe I need to read that one as well. I may have underestimated Charlemagne once again. <laughs> um, but the question that still remains or the questions that still remain is is mental health in its Is it a thing? Is this something real? Are issues really happening on a mental health level that we need to address? And how are these mental health issues affecting black men? And the next question is, if these mental health issues do exist, if anxiety exists, if PTSD exists, if any other clinically definable mental health issues exist, have we reached the time in history where our black men are ready to address it not only address it, but do so coming from a place of honesty and a place yearning to heal. And within the pages of Shook One, you'll find a mix of both hip hop and movie homage being paid. And in the end, the final question that only you can answer is, are you ready to address if your mind is playing tricks on you. Now, as far as what spoke to my soul, first and foremost, of course, you should expect this from me. Protect your mental health. 
seek professional help when necessary. As humans, we carry so much, especially during this time of the pandemic. What used to be normal will probably never be normal anytime soon. And it is exposing issues that we were able to cover over by our activity. When the world near and far is worldwide, when it removes your ability to involve yourself in other mind-consuming activities, you're left to deal with you. And it's not easy for some. At the beginning of 2020, I barely put out any content. I barely picked up a book to read. There is so much that's happened in this year that was directly related to me. And then there were other things that occurred that I certainly felt as if it happened directly to me. So what do you do in those moments? How do you cope? How do you deal? How do you still function? What's your healthy method of protecting your mental health? I'll tell you what mine is. I read, I meditate, and I journal. And I've taken it to a higher level this year of not only doing it when I'm good or not only doing it when I need something like there's things weighing heavy on myself, but I do it when I'm at a calmness. I'm learning to live more for right now and to truly know and appreciate how just breathing in and out is enough. And it took me until being diagnosed with conversion disorder to even begin exploring what true meditation is and how you couple that with prayer to bring peace to yourself, to bring answers to yourself and to link up with professionals who can help you decipher those feelings when you can't. Now, currently just reading, meditating, journaling, and and prayer is enough for me right now. However, in the past, I've been to therapy. I've even seen a psychiatrist. So my hope is as more individuals, even those who are have the capacity and platform to get people to listen, help remove the stigma associated with mental health issues that society as a whole will continue on the upturn versus a downturn. Just think about it. 
We go to the doctor for every other reason. Why not for our brains? You know how much is going on up there? It's okay if you can't figure it out on your own. Hopefully with help, in time you can. Just do me a favor. Protect your mental health at all costs. Now, the second idea that spoke to my soul is to be mindful of those around you. There are often cries for help that we totally miss because we've been so absorbed in our own worlds. And at times that's necessary. Self-care is definitely important. I just spoke with you about protecting your mental health. But have you ever had something just pop into your head, a thought that says you need to call and check on this person where you ran across something on social media and you're like hmm that post seems kind of off let me check on them and then you get carried away with your own life and you know you forget to do it and then later live to regret it so for me i've met, put forth a conscience conscientious effort to pay attention to those signs It may not necessarily be crying out for help, but just crying out for something. And maybe, just maybe, I can give them that something that they need. And even if the person you reach out to isn't receptive, your conscience is clear that you did your part, you tried, And that should be enough. As individuals, we're only responsible for how we operate on a singular mode. Yes, you're supposed to give guidance and redirection. Those are all things that you must do, but you can't force the recipient to take the advice, to take the redirection direction or the guidance it's up to them individually to do so but as long as you know you did your part you gave your best that's all that matters sometimes just showing you care is enough and while they may not be receptive now who knows what those words or those actions will affect them when it's time to affect them People don't change when we want them to change. They change when they want to change. But this book came to me at a time where I'm having my own rumblings with inside that I'm still trying to figure out. One thing I do have in common with Charlemagne is his past experience as growing up as a Jehovah's Witness. So did I. Uh, But in my um, late teens, I was no longer practicing and didn't practice for about 17 years. And then I came back to it. But often it's a, 
a question of, are you following the correct path? And while he touched on it a little bit, he didn't necessarily expound on what caused him to make the life choices he did in regards to religion. But what I do know is, I'm coming closer to my truth. So, the last thing I would say that spoke to my soul is to continue to pursue your own truth regardless of the cost. Don't betray yourself. This is probably one of my heaviest episodes yet. And I expect I will have more as I continue on this journey. I hope you guys enjoying it as much as I am. But as always, happy reading and happy listening. I will catch you guys next time.